friends how's it going i uh yeah today's this week's been a good week i'm like pretty happy about it i get to leave for austin texas tomorrow super excited about that i've never been and i get to go there and i get to do stand up for the first time in austin texas for a very good cause and i know some of you guys are coming to the show and also hopefully i'll see you in austin when uh, we're out and about um yeah and just if in case you don't have the information the show is on Saturday, March 10th at the 4th Tap Brewing Co-op. Uh, it seats about 200, so and it's donation-based, so uh, I would try to get there early because it's not exactly like advanced tickets. Um, and there's, But there's a website. If you go to 4th Tap Brewing, it will link you to the charity's website, and I think you can RSVP, but um, you don't necessarily have to. And uh, yeah, I would say get there around like... 6.45, 7, and the show's going to start around 7.30. And we're just going to have a fantastic, fantastic time. I'm very excited, and it's for mental health awareness. Um, I also think some of you guys, I'm going to see you at my show tonight in Hollywood uh, at the Laugh Factory, so that'll be cool. Uh, a couple more dates. Uh, I finally locked down the venues for my Greenville and Charleston shows. I will be uh, in Charleston on April 23rd at the Wolf Street Playhouse. That's what it's called in Charleston. And tickets should be up anytime soon. And uh, and then in Greenville, uh, I will be at the Alchemy, Co- Alchemy Comedy Theater. That is on April. I should probably look this up before I start talking. April 26th. Uh, also, a ticket link will be on their site. So, I hope to meet as many of you as possible. And there'll be some fun surprises and some fun giveaways. There's going to be stand-up. But then um, I actually decided that I'm going to do like maybe a half hour of stand-up and then a half hour of uh, some sort of audience participation. If anyone, if I'm going to draw, I'm going to, we're going to have a raffle and we're going to have some little games set up. They're going to be super fun. So we can all interact. Uh, Anyways, so... I have a very funny guest today. Um, he is, he's been one of my longest friends in comedy. And he, to me, well, I think you guys will find it. He's one of the funniest people I know. He's Australian, which always just sort of equals funny to me. But he's this, um, well, I'll post a photo when the, when the podcast comes out uh, of him. He's this, he's this incredibly good-looking Australian dude who is just as funny as he is good-looking and so self-deprecating about it. It's... He's he's awesome, and uh, uh, he's also got this like really hot girlfriend. I don't know how she puts up with him, but uh, yeah, it's it's a good podcast. We talk about like like dating comedy, which I sort of like put my foot in my mouth and like don't talk about. But you know what? I'll tell you guys stories another time. You know, just like maybe in person, and then I don't release it. Um, and uh, yeah, we just talk about you know our careers and what we perceive to be failures and stuff and like I was just thinking uh when I was gonna I was excited that you a lot of you guys are coming to my shows like huh I don't really expect anyone to actually like me enough to come like it's a really nice feeling uh so thank you for that and thank you for all your emails and and uh yesterday I got through a bunch of them um and you guys have also been so supportive of my like lame-ass health issues um that are just so irritating. Guess what I ate for breakfast this morning? 
Just guess. And I couldn't sleep because I was hungry, even though I had had about 14 pounds of sushi the night before with Kristen Doty. This morning at like 5 a.m., I couldn't sleep because I was so hungry. And so I was like, oh, God, I just want to eat like a disgusting like breakfast sandwich or something with like a bunch of bacon. And I was like, no. Nope. So I made multigrain toast with one egg on top. I mean, there was a shitload of butter on it, if I'm honest. Um, and then I steamed broccoli, which just felt it was a little depressing to eat. But I was like, I got to get some greens in me. So I begrudgingly was like. Like, like frozen steamed broccoli, just like shoving it in my mouth. Like this is, you know what? I would rather eat a shoe than, the, I mean, I'd rather just not eat. It's not that I don't like vegetables. It's just like when it feels like a chore and you also don't have the time to prepare it properly, you're just, eh, eh. I need to, I need to get back on the making this a healthy food fancy game. Um, anyways. All right. Without further ado. I have the hilarious Craig Lowy on. Well, he goes by Lowy, but Craig Lowy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. My guest today is the very funny. Wait, Craig Lowy? Yeah, I was waiting to see. I always, I always, I always forget that your first name's Craig. Yeah, I have a black guy first name. You know why? Is that why you changed it? No. <laughs> no, I remember, because I was just known in Australia as Lowy, yeah. L-O-W-I-E, and then I got to a stage where I'm just like, yo, I'm in my 30s now. I don't want to go by one name. I'm not fucking Cher. Are you, are you comfortable saying how old you are? Yeah, I'm not you're a, a guy. Yeah, you're not a... Yeah, exactly. Guys can just be like, I'm 53 and I'm just <laughs> starting comedy. And people are like, that's so brave. Yeah, that's so... Look at you. <laughs> Man, follow your dreams. If a girl's like, I'm 40 and starting comedy, it's like, like, damn, oh. your ovaries gave up, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great intro into the show. How you doing, guys? I've been, I've been saying for so long on my podcast, just try not to say my age or just whatever. So I just go mid to late 20s. <laughs> mid to late 20s? Like if 20s? people ask me, I'm just like mid to late 20s. I would have gone 27. Tops. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. But you love drinking. Nuh-uh. So watch what happens when you hit 30. You're 52? <laughs> she just wrote down on a piece of paper, but because she's old, her hands couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> I'm not old at all. No, you don't look old. Um, well, I don't, I don't see. I don't also drink as much as people think I do. It was like a shtick for a long time. Yes, I like to drink, but... It was just like a, a shtick. I couldn't come up with better comedy at a certain point, so I would just rely on that as my shtick. <laughs> did, did we just hit a nerve? Did we? That came out of nowhere. By the way, I don't have a drinking problem. That's the classic, I'm not a racist. And then it's like, but anyway, there's a drink here on the table. It's vodka and it's also a Wednesday. Whatever. <laughs> I had a long day. I got fluids back in me and now I'm ready to yeah, rock how did and that roll. Because you're like, I need fluids in me. And then the next thing you post, you're like, hey, Loie, I'm grabbing a margarita right quick. You're the only person <laughs> I know that gets intravenous drip quickly followed up by something on the rocks. Good for you. <laughs> Stop living my life. You're living your best life yeah. is what you're living. I am. No, I, I always feel like I have to defend it because my mom would see on social media like that I would be drinking mm. and she would be like, Ray... It seems like you party too much. I'm like, Mom, it's just a freaking joke. Like, yeah, I just get more tired than everyone else because my friends like Stassi and Kristen would like post stupid videos where I'm passed out somewhere, like in the back of a car when we're heading to the airport when we've been drinking all day from a fun trip. Like, yeah, one's going to fall asleep. Mom. Are you the full asleepy one? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't stay up past like 11 p.m. There's no wow. chance. 
I went on a date like Monday, and uh oh, sorry, mom. Well, you'll have to hear this for the first time, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, backtracking. Now we're in it. Now, what happened Monday night? I um, <laughs> I was so tired. So I have this like stupid disease, whatever. Um, two of them now, I guess. Narcolepsy? No, I have like a thyroid problem. And then I just got my blood taken the other day and they were like, you're also severely anemic. I was like, that would explain a lot of the tiredness. Wow. So anyways, they, uh, I went, I went on this date and I was like begrudgingly went. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. Not begrudgingly. I was like, you know, the guy's cool. You're just saying that in case he, he, no, he, he, he is. No, he probably this. will. Sorry. Um, and, and then you uh, went to say his name <laughs> as well and stopped. <laughs> What's his name? I, say it so we can all go on your Instagram like I did one of the other episodes and I was like, let me type in this dude's last name and check it out. And I was did like, you really? Yeah. Who did I name? Ma- Major Heskey. Ma- oh, yeah, that's the guy I was dating. Like, Maserati yeah. or something. Maserati. Yeah. Majeski. Mm. Wasn't a bad looking guy. Good work. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Yeah, he looks, he's 43 and he looks fantastic. See, you said the dude's age. Well, yeah, but he's not an actor. Yeah, and, and he used give to, it time. If he's and not he used an to party like when he like pretty hard when he was like in his twenties and early thirties. I'm like, I'm surprised. Why? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm not going to finish the story about. Yeah, you the are. Monday on. night, you're asleep. You're on a date. So I'm on a date, and it was yeah with someone I've known for a little bit, but whatever. And so we at, we go out for like, let's say it's like I have five margaritas the whole night, right? <laughs> which is which some let's people say I, I drink a keg. <laughs> Let's say I'm ripping beer bongs on a Monday, all right? For the sake of the story. <laughs> I didn't have that many. And then we, I was like, I, I didn't want to be out anymore. So I was like, all right, you can come back and hang out at my house. And I was so tired, just genuinely tired. Mm-hmm. I went to go into my bathroom and I just laid down on what there's very soft rugs in there and just laid down on for 20 minutes and woke up. And I was like, sorry about that. Was he still here? Yeah, I think he was just probably thought I was like shitting or something. Like You were either shitting or you were doing that thing where girls like, I'm just going to go into this other room. And then after 15 minutes, you're like, am I meant to go and ask? Are you okay? And then you were meant to be on the bed, but you were, but like you weren't in the way that it was meant to be. Yeah, I, I woke up and I had been laying on the ground. I was like, Oh, it's embarrassing. Now I have to go out there and admit it. Wow. How did that how did that night end? Did you end up back on your back or was that it? No, I did I did. I actually it was it was good. It was a great night. <laughs> I'm telling you. Is that how you ended? I'll tell you off the top. It was a great night. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And speaking of sleep, I've been getting my beauty sleep for my trip to Austin. But along with my beauty sleep, I also wanted to have a super cute outfit for my or several outfits for my first trip to Austin, Texas. And Mod Cloth was the place to do that. Because they have like these all these dresses that have this chic kind of vintagey feel, which is so my style. You know, they have every dress under the sun, whether it's a shift or a maxi. And you know what? They have the perfect swimsuit too that's suited to you. You're sure to make a stylish splash this summer. And if you happen to be getting married, you can find everything you need in the Mod Cloth Bridal Boutique, whether you're a bride, a bridesmaid, or the very, very best dressed guest. And uh, if you're looking for the perfect fit, their signature label comes in a full size range from extra, extra small to 4X. You can even get free sizing and styling help from their team of mod stylists. It's real. It's just a cool, chic place to buy clothes and I'm super into it and I'll be wearing some of it in Austin and I have an offer for my listeners for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more go to modcloth.com and enter code 
be here at checkout. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter promo code be here at checkout. And hurry because this offer expires on April 21st, 2018. Guys, do it. Do you want to sleep like a baby? Hell, I do. And Nectar Sleep, I have found, is the America's most comfortable mattress. It gives you a cloud-like experience because, you know what? Nectar believes in love at first night. However, for the cynics out there, we give you 365 nights to discover the happily ever after. If you aren't 100% happy in riding into the sunset, they'll pick up the mattress for free and you get a full refund. That's insane. And Nectar promises a forever warranty on your mattress. You wake up pain-free on their memory foam, meets your body's contours, and gives you a pressure point relief. It's just amazing to sleep on. And sleepers actually fell asleep 20% faster than people who sleep on other mattresses. They ran a study. Because you know what? They're competitive. And I like a good competitive company because that means they're making a good product. And I have an exclusive offer for my listeners. If you buy now you get $125 off and two free premium pillows with any mattress order and free delivery. That's amazing. That You go to Nectarsleep.com. That's N-E-C-T-A-R-S-L-E-E-P.com slash be here. And you'll get some of the best sleep you've ever had for every night, the rest of your life, and then some. Whatever. Um, speaking of... Uh, girlfriends or boyfriends you actually have a girlfriend i don't know how you've managed to get someone to love you um (laughs) (laughs) she writes the same thing on cards (laughs) (laughs) and she's gorgeous how did you meet her uh we met on the set of a failed web series called lowey sucks go figure and uh she was a bitch and uh i what was the web series actually called it was actually called lowey sucks so did you write it yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, someone saw my stand-up and they're like, I think I have the perfect title for this. <laughs> no, it was a really shitty web series that didn't get off the ground, but she was one of the models that was on the show. And you cast her? No, here's this badass story. Yeah, I really want to hear I this, creep- actually. I saw her pop up on the Explore page mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, she's hot. And then I followed her and then I saw her. She was really funny and full of energy before you know we started dating. And then I... I asked her to be on the show. Well, the producer did. She came on the show. And then when we'd finished filming, she was like, oh, hey, let me follow you real quick. But I couldn't let her know that I was following her. So I was like, oh, just give me a sec. And then I grabbed my phone out, quickly unfollowed her. Oh, my God. And then she was like, what's your name? I'm like, oh, at Lowy Live. And then, <laughs> oh, and then she added me and I was like, let me follow you back. <laughs> and then I hit follow back. And she was like, oh, cool. Well, now we're friends on here. And in my head, I was like, ha bitch, we were always following you. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone was. Yeah. So that's she, how we met. Yeah, she's, I, I always see your guys' photos. I'm like, she's so hot. How, what? Not yeah, that you're not, but, but I'm like. <laughs> the, here's one thing they should but release. But you're a comedian and she's. I'm a She's comedian. putting up with you. I got an accent and I'm super successful. Yeah. Like, And he also wears the tightest clothes. The tightest clothes. Like I, I'm not – like I can't paint a picture for you listeners how oh, no, fucking oh, oh, attractive oh, I am. Oh, I'll post, I'll post something when we release the podcast. Oh, it's cr- – I'm, I'm in the top five hottest straight white male comedians that won't make it because I'm a hot straight white, white male comedian. But um, <laughs> she's, a, she's a very beautiful girl mm-hmm. and she's super cool. But like – after about six months, she stopped being an Instagram model and she was someone who couldn't poop, you know? What do you mean? How long have you guys been dating? Like two years. Holy and crap. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Wow. So successful with this. So successful. Like, wow. 
crazy successful. Wait, you can say your age because you're a guy. How old are you? I'm 32. 32. Okay, you no. said that. Okay. You could like get married right now. I was married and then I got divorced and it was a shit. Don't don't ever you get were? married. Yeah, didn't you know that? I always get you um mixed up your stand up mixed up with this other hot male Chappelle. comedian. No. <laughs> no, the one that was on soap operas. I just forgot his name for a second. Kerrigan? Yeah, yeah. Only because or Brady Matthews. No, Kerrigan. Because he's got a story about <laughs> like some like bad decision he made with a girl and I can't remember which Mine's the one where I walked in on her banging her boss. Yes. It might be my closer. Yeah, I think it's... Okay, yeah, it's you then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, will you actually tell the story? Nah. Please? <laughs> you don't want to give away your stand-up on here. No, I can do it. My stand-up's terrible. Um, no, it's not. I came home uh, from a, you know, a sold-out stand-up comedy show, and uh, <laughs> she had just finished having a good time with, uh, with someone that we both knew on the couch, and he was married... So then uh, we got a divorce. Like, oh, my God. She, she, you walked in on them? No. Here's how bad it was. They'd clearly fucked, but they were so drunk, they fell asleep naked spooning on the couch. So when I opened the front door, I'm just like standing there, just like, oh, this, this must be what happens right before a murder happens. I remember <laughs> thinking that, which is so weird. I was like... Oh, this is when you can either go to jail for 40 years or just be like, whoa, that sucked. Oh, my God. And you were actually kind of calm about it? Oh, no, I kicked the shit out of him. That's what I... Okay, that's the story I remember. No, I went like full Australian yeah. on it, but not to her because I knew they'd been banging for like a year and a half. You, oh, so you suspected it for a while. I suspected it, but you know, everyone's been in the situation when you're like... Do you want to say their she, names on here, by the way, just so we can no, ruin No, I have lives? to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're sharing it anyway. I mean, what you going to do? I'm successful. I'll sue you back. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. So, you, we, you suspected for a year? I suspected for a long time, Like yeah. how? What were the signs? That, like, they would have to go away together and do, like, uh, like certain work stuff and shit like that. And then I was always like, it's weird when you guys go away that you don't answer your phone or call or text. It's weird. And then everyone did that thing that God, people God, they're not do. very good liars. That's the thing. People are always Be like, a better you're liar. crazy, you're crazy, yeah. you're crazy. Until it happens and then you're like, ha-ha! See, it wasn't crazy. Yeah. But then people are also like, yeah, well, maybe you manifested that. And I'm like, oh, maybe she was a whore. Like, yeah. you never know. <laughs> or had a drinking problem, clearly, maybe. <laughs> See, I'm, now I'm just diagnosing someone else. Say so I'm having five margaritas. <laughs> say. Let's say, for example. <laughs> and then let's say, for example, that the guy came back to my house later. <laughs> and it ended good that we're all going we to hear about. Yeah, no. It was, it ended do up, I know this guy, by the way? I, no. I, I totally do, don't I? No, you don't. You Have really you don't. ever been with a male comedian? No. God, you're smart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Did you walk here, by the way? Because I know that you live near here. No, I uh, I caught one of those uh, rides. Here. Rides. Do you remember the video I took of a guy that was I was certain was you? Yeah, walking? some dude running past shirtless or something. No, it was just it, he was wearing. It was the back. If, um, oh, in if, jeans, right? Just basically the exact outfit that you're wearing right now. I could have sworn it was you. Going urban, up urban outfitter cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you also wear cowboy boots. I like that. Yeah, I, I'm a boots guy. Whenever these other comedians are like, oh, I've got the Jordan 53s. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. I like boots too. If you're over the age of 25 and you collect shoes, congratulations. You're also a woman. 
Is that what those people are always doing lined up on Fairfax? Yeah, that's I always want to ask them. I want to pull over and be like, what are we what are we doing here? I is there a concert out- or is it shoes? <laughs> They're lining up to buy a shirt that says Supreme. That's that and that's is? not even a joke. Is it really expensive too? Is that going to piss me off? It's like a three hundred. Yeah, it's shirt. like a, a six thousand dollar shirt. But then also, like Chance the rapper released only a small amount of each thing. So when they buy it, it's a collector's. I don't know. I've, oh, n- I've never been. I just threw up a little. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sad. But good for those guys. You uh, know, it's they're, yeah. It's you know, dream. they'll grow out of it. I hope. If you met the love of your life, and then out of nowhere, you guys are three months into dating, and then they're walking out with a yard chair, and you're like, "Oh, are you gonna go tanning?" And they're like, "Nah, I'm lining up for a shirt." I How would, sad. I would start panicking and be like, you I would. have to break up with this person. That's I wish they would have told me sooner. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now I'm in a tough spot. <laughs> You've done this to me, you selfish <laughs> fuck. You're supremely selfish right now. Oh my god. Um, I want to talk about. Okay, so before, you moved to LA like eight years ago, but you were like very successful in Australia before. I was, and then I wasn't. Like I got fired very young and lost everything. I'm surprised. Can you believe it? Did you say something inappropriate on the air? Nah, I was a dick off air. I was fucking fantastic on air. It's uh, when I was in the office, people had an issue with me. Go figure. <laughs> I'm surprised. As I think it's my go get them down to earth attitude, you know? How old were you? I was 19 when I got successful. and No, I was 18 and I was 21 when I was sleeping on my parents' couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quick run. Yeah, she, yeah. Was a good, she was a good little turnaround, <laughs> that one. I was like, let me get real quick and bang famous people and earn a lot and it's gone. <laughs> So funny to me. I mean, I'm sorry. No, for it's your hilarious. Pain. Now I'm I'm so happy that that happened because if that happened now, I would be six times the twat. Oh yeah. Well, you would be. I mean, it would just be harder to recover. I think. Yeah. Like now, if I got all that shit back again, I would. I would invest. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't buy stupid shit. It's like Supreme shirts. Like Supreme shirts. Like five margaritas. Tell me one thing that you purchased when you had all that money. I had a, <laughs> I was a single guy and I had a $55,000 black brand new Ford truck and I lived in Sydney City. I never went off road. I didn't know how to drive spectacularly you well. You such a douche. I was, <laughs> and I had large spiked gel tipped hair with highlights. Now, I got to explain something to you. <laughs> so I like trucks, right? Because I grew up in a small town where people drove them. In like Oregon, yeah, right? Yeah, nothing drives me more crazy when they're, people are driving around LA in a gigantic truck that you know they don't use. It's yeah. shiny. It's not like, it's not, yeah. it's not, there's no, there's not a dent on it. Nah. I'm like, what a douche. Dude, there are, there are two Escalades parked on North Laurel Ave. And the guy who fucking drives it wears a life preserver, like I'm talking Back to the Future style. He has classic Oakleys and he stands there chain smoking whilst rubbing it down with like a shimmy to get it shiny. God, I just need, I want to go give him a hug and be like, just go, let's stop now. He just, if you're that guy's dad, can you just tell him he'll he love him? Yeah, do, do him a favor. Just let him know, whatever his name, it's probably Chad. Do you know that there's this guy? This is so creepy. Who, have th- th- you ever seen like right around our neighborhood, a gigantic tour bus just parked randomly, this black, it's like, may- I don't know. So about a year. Oh, tour bus, like the one that parks out the front of Chateau. Yes. I don't know if that's the same one, but it's, look, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got, I want to know what this guy's deal is, but I think it's creepy. So 
part of me was like, is he like actually an old rock star, or is he what is he like the rock star's assistant and he's like recruiting these girls? <laughs> it's fascinating to me, but I'm not going to get in the van and find out. And so, okay, so I'm walking down. <laughs> Crescent Heights, it was me and Jacqueline Marfuji, and it was right when I broke up with my last boyfriend, and we're like frantically walking around West Hollywood looking for, an, I needed a new apartment. Yeah. And we like walk past this, and I was probably a little vulnerable, because I was like, I just broke up with someone, maybe I'll get on the bus, no, but I didn't. <laughs> we walk past this tour bus, and first the guy stops me, and he's like, hey, uh, he's like, he's like, do you want to, do you want to? come like we like to throw these parties up in the hills do you want to come sometime and i'm like no and then and then he enlists this like i'm not trying to be mean but like coked out model looking girl like it looked like they had just partied all night uh him not so much but her i was like oh i can see what's going on here and she was like you should totally come and i'm like oh this is weird and so he like forced me to give him my phone number so then he could invite me I'm sorry say that again say that last he forced me he didn't force me I was just I was so awkward I wanted to get out of the situation so I was like yeah sure you can have my phone number and then I got invited a few times and then I just never responded and you never went no do you know what I'm not not trying to die you're crazy (laughs) yeah I forget that girls can't do that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, that, that, I don't need to know what's on the other side of that, I can imagine. <laughs> well, my friend runs a valet company and he says that that, that, that similar style bus, mm-hmm. it'll pull up at like, uh, what, what are they called? Like sugar baby parties? Mm-hmm. Sugar. That's what this, what, that's what this that's is, what I'm sure. That's what it is, right? Yeah, I'm sure. So that, that bus pulls up. Because this guy was up. old. Yeah, and he's a creepy dude, I'm yeah. thinking. The bus pulls up at the party and as the girls walk off, a guy stands there and he goes, yes, no, yes, no, no. And the girls that get the yeses go back and the noes have to get back on the bus and they're driven back down the hill. I would, see, this is why I would never be, no, in, be able to be in that situation. I would, st- oh, I would be like, <laughs> really? It's a no? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> 100% fuck that guy. That's how I felt when I was, I did... When I first moved to LA uh, to make money, I did like print modeling for a little bit. Granted, I basically mm. only like booked stock photography jobs because that's not how I'm I thought five, that five. sentence was going to end. Yeah. And I'm pretty disappointed. When yeah. I moved to LA to make money, I <laughs> I worked in printing. <laughs> print modeling. Well, it's, I can't I can't say I'm a runway model in five five. Like it's clear that was not happening. Yeah, but lately every famous person's ugly daughter is allowed to be a it's fucking true. model. Yeah, it's true. Or with enough plastic surgery, but whatever. Um, but I, uh, I, I, rem- I hated it because I would get so spiteful just by them being like, "Tomorrow you have to show up in a bikini." I'd be like, oh, "I have to show up in a bikini. I'm, wor- I'm eating a cheeseburger tonight, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy about the career choice you took. <laughs> yeah, you know, drinking with me on yeah, a Wednesday. I think it's worked out better. Oh shit, yeah. So, you, what was your job back in Australia? You were a radio host. Right? I hosted a radio show called Lowy's Hot Thirty Countdown. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, where I counted down the night's hottest hits <laughs> as voted for by you, which it wasn't. We already pre-selected those songs. so and They were paid for by the artist so they yeah. could pre-selected it on the chart. Yeah, radio was fun. And then I had a TV show called uh, CD Live and then Ralph TV. And then I was... Uh, <laughs> like in retrospect, I thought I was killing it, but like where I am now, I'm like, good for you, little fella. Yeah, oh, you was doing right. your best. <laughs> you know, 
I did that. That was fun. Radio is fun because you got to interview a bunch of famous people. Mm -hmm. And that was about the only perk of that job. Yeah. Plus I got paid a lot of money and I eventually just, you know, started partying very hard. Well, I think that's what happens when you get a lot of money at 19 to 21. Yeah, but then there was also really no one to reel me in. There was no accountability. No, your, your parents weren't like, hey, Loie, I, I see some bags under your eyes and you're twitching. Well, keep in mind, this is <laughs> the only social media we had back when I was famous was mm-hmm. MySpace. <laughs> and uh, my parents live like two states away. Okay. So they had no idea I was just a shithead. But, well, maybe they did. I mean, they knew me for the first 18 years. You know what, in retrospect, this may be my parents' fault. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, they just didn't. It's if you see something, you say something, and they didn't yeah. say something. We've had a breakthrough here today, yeah. guys. <laughs> How are you feeling? Would you like a cocktail? Do you want me? To, do you need? No, a I got a Lacroix. You went all out, <laughs> all out in this session, Doc. Thanks. So, it's very fancy here. Thanks. Yeah. Um, did you know? Well, I guess he's older than you. Did you know Jim Jeffries at all when you were? Or, but he would have been in a different business at that time. Here's what's funny, Jim Jeffries hasn't been famous in Australia until the last four years. Okay. People who get famous around the planet are always famous around the planet before they're famous in Australia. Really? Yeah, like you... you Oh, God, I don't want to brag when I have a few Australian fans that message me. Really? Yeah, and they're like, you should come to Australia. I was like, and do stand-up. I'm like, I don't think the three people that are messaging me right now are really... (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to risk setting up a show there and have... Seven people maybe show up. Nah, you should do it. There's only 32 million people in Australia, so it's really not hard to be successful there. Although, mind you, I fucking lost it all, so then again, maybe I'm the dick. Yeah, I was like, don't try to convince me. (laughs) Where are they from? Who's telling you to come? Whereabouts? I feel like Melbourne is one. I'd have to look. They just say, like, Australia, it's so funny. We'd love to see you do stand-up. But I'm like, when I get maybe 100 messages like that, I'll think about it. But right now, there's like three of my self-esteem would not be able to handle that expensive flight. Nah. <laughs> and, and if no one showed up. Well, I'm going next month, and it's the first time I've done stand-up in Australia. Oh, you are. Yeah. We should partner at some point. And do what? Just like, I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll open for you, open for you, we'll co-headline, whatever, because we'll all latch on to your fan base there. You'll latch on to mine. Sick. Yeah. This is the. I can't. My, I can't guarantee a, that mine isn't just three people. But. This is a terrible business plan. I'm on board. <laughs> this sounds great. This sounds like every small business that's ever been opened in this city, except we're not on cocaine and it's not two a.m. Do you feel like I'm like a car salesman? I'm like, hey, let me tell you what we can do right now. <laughs> Look, let here's me, the deal. See, <laughs> let me in, let me let you in on a little trick I have. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. I'm where, on board. Where are you doing stand up there? Uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival at. The ugly little sister or hairy little sister or something. That's cool. So I'm doing my name dropping show there and then I'll be in Sydney doing it there. So weird. I haven't been invited on that show, the name dropping show. See, this is like therapy right now. Great. Get it out. Do you want to hand me a LaCroix or another cocktail? I don't know. What are you drinking? Uh, I know it looks alarming because there's no ice. I just didn't want to shake ice on there. Just fought like cold vodka and one of those buy drinks, B-A-I. Like my oh. vodka was in my freezer, so I just pour it on it. <laughs> it, looks, uh, it looks like a vodka Red Bull. Do you know what it actually looks like? The yes. exact color of those fluids I just had put in my body two hours ago yeah, from that, that bag. Show, for those of you who don't remember, she shot me like this message of like the, the bag, the intravenous drip bag. <laughs> that it looks like Gatorade. Just, it just looked like Gatorade meets yeah. piss. And she was like throwing this into my body before I go and drink margarita <laughs> on the rocks. 
Like this is very counterproductive. <laughs> it seems like it. Who's uh, who's been the meanest person you've ever had on your show? By the way, um, not everyone is nice. By the way, um, let's see. Mm, Jim Jeffries probably actually, but in a funny way. Yeah. Like I made fun of the fact that I have big shoulders, and he was ah those carb shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's so funny. That's nice. Yeah. I like when people are mean to me. I mean. Really? Yes. It's it's funny. I find it funny, but uh, like every other comedian, I'll laugh it off and think about that shit for four weeks. I only do it if it's someone, like a guy that I'm like dating or something. If we're bantering if, and if it goes too far, I'm just yeah. like, oh, do you hate me now? Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. girlfriend's brothers do that. They're all, oh, they'll be like, they'll come and see me at a show and I'll be like, oh, did you have a good time? They're like, yeah, it was good to see Chris Red, you know, some actual comedians killing it. <laughs> That's Real, hilarious. Good to see someone actually funny on that stage. And like, they'll do it to be a dick to me, yeah. but then I'll sit there till 2 a.m. like, oh. Yeah, I might, I might in that situation. Yeah. yeah those had, situations hurt. I had a lady come up to me in, so I, I was in Vegas maybe two or three years ago. And I did a show with Jack Jr. and someone else. Um, and some la- like some lady, I don't know if she didn't see me right at first, but then or just got awkward. Yeah. Came up to them after the show and was like, and she was like, God, you guys were so funny. I just want to tell you how funny you were. And then she looks at me and she goes, Oh, you were good for I don't she always wanted to say like, good for a girl. Yeah. And then her husband and her sons, like, they must have told her, like, that was insulting. So then she ran back up to me. Handed me a hundred dollars and was like, "I'm so sorry." And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Well, shit. I guess I'll take this to gamble." Take I mean, cash for yeah. sure, hundred percent. I'll what? take that any day. Yeah. I mean, originally I was like, "No, please, I don't need it." And she's like, "Please take it. I feel so bad." Oh. And I'm like, "All right, gambling money." <laughs> <laughs> I bombed so hard in San Jose Improv one night in front of like two hundred people, and then. After the show, it was one of those shows where you could hear the audience didn't want you on the stage. That's how much it sucked. It's one of those nights where I can't explain why it sucked. The material worked 20 shows before. It happens all the time. And have worked 40 shows after. It's just this one show they weren't on board. And then we went to a restaurant next door and it was me, Michael Q and uh, Rob Christensen. And as we're standing there, this older sort of dude walks past with his wife and their friends and he goes... And by, by the way, I'd changed clothes since then. So the three of us are there and he goes to my two friends. He goes, you guys were incredible, but that Australian guy fucking sucked. He should quit and never do comedy again. Not knowing that I'm, I'm there. I'm sitting in this group. And I just looked at him and went, oh, thanks, mate. And then he goes, oh, well, you know. Is what it is. Oh, <laughs> he Jesus just up. And I, like you could see in his oh. mind, he's like, "Do I try and recover?" Nah, fuck this guy. You shit. And then he just went on living his life. Wow. I mean, I respect his bravery. I fucking applauded the shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, I mean, you didn't get a hundred bucks out of it like I did, but yeah. nah. But yeah. you know, I did end up uh, having a meltdown and driving out to <laughs> Barstow for the weekend by myself. So, did you, you really? Know? Yeah, it was. A, it why, was... Ba- why bar? Why Barstow? 
Because I uh, I remembered going there when we drove to Vegas once to film something. And I was like, this is a shithole town. I've got to get this writing script done. I'm going to drive to a shithole town like the movie U-Turn. Ooh. And I'm just going to sit here where no one knows me. And I'll go to their local shitty bars and I'll go eat at their whatever the fuck bars When, no, when no one knows you as if you're being flocked all the time. Well, not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> just more like. No, not your just, friend. Just a town where I can walk around and yeah. just be like, oh, this is all new. And I ended up taking a bunch of photos. And that's what that tattoo is. So without that guy telling me I was completely oh, shit at comedy, cool. I wouldn't have mutilated my body with yeah. a terrible tattoo. And listen, that's great. Thanks. And if that wouldn't have happened to me in Vegas, I wouldn't have blown probably $500 and had five cocktails and then had to have... <laughs> who was not, it? Who? Once again, that's not how I thought that sentence was going to end. <laughs> without that $100, I wouldn't have been in Vegas just blowing <laughs> money and cocktails. I was like, and, mm. and then Jack, I had to, or one of them, God, why am I figuring the other person that was there? Chris, I think? Chris, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they had to, like, I think they felt, like, see, this is why comedian, men, male comedians don't hook up with me. I think they just felt sorry for me and, like, walked me back to the, the hotel wow. I was staying in. And they were like, go inside. Well, <laughs> hats up to you. Jack yeah. Jr. is a lovely guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually remember starting out in comedy... And you were there, we're at an open mic together, and I thought you were just the fucking hottest girl I'd ever seen in comedy. You had like this, uh, you have a very strong face, and I don't mean that the way someone says it to a Russian woman on an online dating profile. Oh, they do. Danny Zucker just said that to me. (laughs) You have (laughs) very strong feature, like bull. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I can see that you're (laughs) Russian. He's like, you kind of look like someone on a Russian dating site. I'm like, thanks. And then I saw your comedy and I was like, oh, I'm not hitting on her. That's, this, is, this is too hard basket. So then, and <laughs> then we hard just. basket? Like your jokes, like your cadence and how mm-hmm. you tell jokes. And I was just like, and then I tried to talk to you. This is like seven years ago. And then I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? And you're like, good. And I was like, <laughs> all right, sweet. You have yourself a good day, friend. Back to the drawing board. So essentially, I am Russian. I can't express emotion. I'm yeah. just like, me is fine. <laughs> <laughs> me, Russia, me good. <laughs> you were hosting at a rock paper. Uh, ooh. That's, that's, an, that's when I yeah. first met you. You were wearing a, a sundress. I used to wear that a lot on stage. Now yeah. I just dress like a boy. That a girl. It was like I learned like quickly, like don't wear sundresses because that could attract yeah. attention. <laughs> I don't know who it is that, I don't know if every female comedian is on a group text, but one of you sent out the idea of, hey, let's all wear truckers caps and no one will want to fuck us. <laughs> And I don't know what that... It's almost like, ladies hate me until this trucker (laughs) cap gets on. Now they're listening and on board. Oh my God, that is hilarious. It's so true. It's 100% true. Every one of you does it and I don't know why. Because we're also kind of trying to be supportive of each other, I think, too. Like, who wants wants to be the hot girl on the show? Who wants to show up in a dress and be the hot girl on the show? I can name three female comedians that are fine with that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> but I actually kind of prefer to dress like that in real life, sort yeah. of now. Mind too. you, if you ladies are comfortable dressing like that, yeah. who am I to tell you how to dress? Yeah. Hashtag I'll shut the fuck yeah. up. Well, it's more like okay, so I'm doing one of those pretty funny women shows uh tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry she, to hear that. She wants you to always wear like a dress. And and I, I remember <laughs> I remember when I first did it, I wore like a tight black dress and red Christian Louboutin pumps. Wow. Yeah. Cool, man. Pretty sure I wasn't likable. <laughs> <laughs> Stage. I feel so 
I know this is this will be some controversial. This will be this will be what I text you about later to cut out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I have my pen ready for I, a time code. I just don't know if we all need to name our shows after specific sex or races. That shit really throw it like. And I know as a straight white male comic, if I was to put out a show that was just like hot straight white <laughs> men being funny, people would be like, "Do not post that flyer." <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, don't I, I post it because I, I'm, I'm very supportive of Lisa, the lady that owns it, because she, she's given so many women like a, like, taught us comedy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did other. I actually was. I actually took a comedy class like when I first started doing it from a male teacher, like a year prior to going to Lisa's class, and uh, so she's like, she took, she's taught us like how to write a, a great yeah. five minute set. And or a fa- at least not one where I'm just like ah, let me just touch my boobs and talk about yeah. being a whore or something. You I know what I mean? It. And so I'm supportive of it, but yeah, I am technically a little bit embarrassed to be like I'm on a pretty fun, funny woman show. It's like shouldn't it just be a woman show? Yeah, and I think we're getting there. I think it was Chelsea Peretti posted something like that as mm-hmm. well. It was just like lists that put you in a lists of lists where it's like yeah. the top ten female comedians you should know, and it's like. Don't fucking have the yeah, you, like it's top ten comedians. There is there is so many female comics I could never fucking follow on stage yeah. and wouldn't want to. And See, would I think consider you, you think you dug yourself out of the hole you started. I think you're good. You just turned it around. I mean, the fact that most of y'all aren't in the kitchen making sandwiches bums <laughs> us out. But the fact is, you broads are giving it a shot. <laughs> this is so funny. How's that work for you? Oh, I I assume that I have a hard time with like dating just because it's like. I actually am like a very much like a caretaker. I love to cook. Like, yeah, hell, I'll do all the guys' laundry that I'm dating. I'll do. I'll, I'm, and it's wow. not even desperate. It's like it's also just probably I can't sit still, so I'm just like I need a task. Yeah, so I like so I relax by doing things, and but I'm realizing now that like I've become somewhat of a more successful comedian. I don't. I think it's hard for guys to do. I think it's like that. It's a little confusing. Yeah, and it'd also be terrifying. Some guys really have a hang-up about not being the funny one or yeah. a confident And girl. I say, yeah, and I, you know, say things like, oh, you drive a hatchback. And <laughs> For those of you, did you tell the story already? Yes, I have. <laughs> I told you, he was actually on my podcast, and we told it together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have any stand-up dates you want to promote? Or other things you want to promote? Or your yeah. Instagram handle? Uh, May 12th at Nerd Melt, I will be doing my one-hour special of name-dropping with Craig Lowe. Oh, that's interesting. Again, I haven't been on it. It's the one-hour special. You can't come on that one, oh, but then May you can 12th. come on the one after that. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, just Do you want to come on the mind. one after that? Yes, of course. I'm also going to be in Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yeah, uh, Sydney uh, what, Comedy what day? Festival for those three people who listen to this show <laughs> down under. You never know. What date? Uh, all of April. There you go. All of you, you don't know the dates, do you? I do not know the dates, no. Okay. Go to frontiertouring.com forward slash Craig Lowe. Okay, there we go. How'd that work? That word, that was very good. And also your Instagram handle, because I'm sure you posted on there. At L-O-W-I-E, L-I-V-E. Are you writing this down? (laughs) Lowey Live. I I don't feel like anyone wrote it down. I wrote it down. No, you didn't. I'm staring at you. That pen didn't even (laughs) touch that pen. I don't even know what you've been drawing on there for the past 40. It's just all dicks. What'd she just write? Did you write fuckboy or Facebook? Facebook, because of the thing you wanted me to look at of Jessica Singleton. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) I have really bad handwriting. It says fuckboy, and then there's an arrow pointing to where I'm sitting. Don't be confused, (laughs) listeners. 
Um, all right, I'll give some of my. Uh, no, I'll give my dates in my intro because I'm very uh, Joe Rogan like that now. Are I you wrapping to- up the show by like? <laughs> Telling them about the start of the show? Are you yeah. fucking Quentin Tarantino of podcasts? <laughs> she's going back in time to promote at the start, but she didn't know that because she's doing it now. Uh, I'll say my Instagram handle, Rachel N. O'Brien, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.